The following program is paid for by Edge Construction and does not reflect the views or opinions of Good Karma Brands or ESPN Madison. Now that we've hammered that out, let's get to work. From the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, this is the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Here's Jim Rutledge. Welcome into the Edge Construction Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge with Mike Tuick from Edge Construction. Call Mike at 636-EDGE. You can go to edgeconstruction.com to browse their work and read reviews. You can go to Facebook and House and Instagram to see more of their work as well. At some point, you'll see the Rutledge House up there. We're getting uh, almost done with all the trim work there. Uh, your guys, Gary and Tony, were out uh, while we were on vacation, and uh, they put up uh, I just call it, call it shiplap here, but it doesn't <laughs> seem to do shiplap does not do it justice as far as how uh, great. Uh, so we had a peninsula in our kitchen. We still do, but it had basically the underneath was kind of a full on picture of wood. My wife threw up some like tack paper because she knew that like the picture of wood didn't look good, so she tried to cover that up. And um, it was uh, now that you guys put the shiplap in there, and it is it's remarkable. It's it's <laughs> it, it looks like a completely it changed the whole complexion of the kitchen. It, it's and that's obviously there's been the trim and the doors and the hardware we've talked about before. But man, it's just those small little things can make a huge difference in the house. Yeah, I like that little little touch there, um, kind of personalized. Houses need more of that stuff. Like that, by the way, uh, for us carpenters, when somebody says we want to do something a little more custom <clears throat> around an island or or someplace like, it just adds that accent. It makes you feel like you're you're. Uh, I, I make fun of that cutesy couple on. Um, HDTV. That was my wife's favorite. Magnolia lot. Farms, folks. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I can't say the words, but uh, <laughs> Chip, Chip, uh, and <laughs> Chip and Joanna. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> my oh, wife yeah. too. She loves them. And yeah, uh, yeah when we get in the Edge Construction uh, <laughs> line at Target, like you know, I got, I got the... uh, well, <laughs> I think we're a little ways away. But yeah, that that uh, the cool part is um, they have shown what it what it, when you when you take and accent something in your house, um, in your house in particular, that island. Uh, it's not just or, or not just a peninsula. It's kind of angles out, so it's got yeah. a few twists and turns to it. It's a little little more involved, but um, had a chance to really make it uh, look cool. Yeah, it pops now to the point where my wife rearranged the house a little bit after because she had some stuff in front of it a little bit, and she's <laughs> like, "Well, I'm going to move this so we can kind of showcase it a little bit more, so you can kind of see it a little bit." Which I'm sure happens a lot. I would also imagine I'm sure some home- homeowners tell you because my wife's like all paranoid about scuffing up the doors or the. Uh, trim or anything like that. I'm sure once you get stuff done, you're kind of like, uh, do homeowners tell you like the, their house is like too nice to live in initially? Like you got to get used to it? I, um, you know, I've seen your house in process. You, you had a very nice house before. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. It's just, um, you know, we, we talked to, and we kind of poked fun at the, the Fruitwood yeah. uh, on Oak and it was kind of builder grade stuff that yeah. you started with like everybody else. Yeah. And uh, so you had a chance to that to go into the little bit wider trim uh, I think we went with taller baseboards yep. and and we call it flat stock. It's a it's kind of a craftsman style, and some some beautiful molded doors, uh, the craftsman doors, and they're so nice. We ordered the front that door off of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all remodeling is already a stop. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> you had a, you ended up with a nicer uh, garage service door than yeah. your front door. So yeah, yeah, we had to switch that, that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad. Is your wife happy? Like she she oh, likes it. Oh yeah. yeah, it's it's fantastic. Uh, everything in the house looks amazing. I, I would swear, I would say probably a couple times a day. She's like, I can't, can't believe it. <laughs> uh, this is all finally done and everything. And like we still have the 
the bathroom floor and the porch to to have done as well. So a couple little things. Yeah, yeah. that'll be a, kind of a fun little switch out there too. So, uh, but we are talking today about um, popular layouts for remodeled kitchens, and uh, it might be the next job we end up doing for with you guys here. But um, one of the things that uh, with a remodeled kitchen, why don't we first, and there's obviously different things to kind of talk about here, and it has different percentages about uh, major changes during kitchen renovations, upgraded systems, and layout changes, and modified walls and ceilings. But how about you kind of talk about this, I don't know, like the tiers of, I don't know, like the scale of jobs that you guys do? I know sometimes it said you can maybe come out and you're switching out the cabinets, maybe the rest of the house. You said a lot of times for maybe houses that are less than 15 or less than 10 years old, maybe they had some of that builder grade things in the kitchen and you can change out the countertop and the and the kitchen sink and the cabinet, and that's one way to to, to have a remodel. And, it, and obviously, then it might start there, and Heather and the team might all come together, and there could be ideas to change the whole layout. Right. Um, the The thing is, when when you're building a new house, and I don't know, yeah, I don't know if you've ever been through this or not, but um, that process goes pretty quick. And a lot of the houses in our area get built by the bigger builders, the production builders. They have the land. They kind of uh, they have. If you want to live in a certain area, a lot of times you've got to build with them. And so when you walk in, you're you're being shown uh, plans that are usually very fleshed out, like they've been built a bunch of times, so they they're they're very predictable. The process goes pretty smooth. But the, on the bad side, there's not a lot of personal design that gets done. So when you're when you're when you're walking in there, you're you're picking from you find a plan that you like, and that plan might have uh, a few different variations on the kitchen. And you sort of just pick which one you think would work best. And uh, when you're going through design from our side, like you've got, you've got a house. You're living in your house, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's the the timeline isn't as um, isn't as forced, maybe not as quick. So we, people, we spend a lot more time in design than those houses do. And so I think that's where we're talking about. Like you get our design team, you get Heather involved. Um, and then we're we're spending more time on that kitchen. Okay, okay. We know you don't like your your kit your um, cabinets and tops, and maybe some of your fixtures and finishes. Uh, but if you were starting from scratch, would you put it all back in exactly the same order? You know, like like yeah. your house. You got the peninsula. Yeah. Eh. Not yeah. not sold on it now, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and there's like in you know there's it's a little tight. There's tight quarters. So and, and look, that oh, gets, before we get too far, because because yeah. you would ask kind of what levels. Um, yeah. So we we do maybe one or two a month where we the layout is is fine the the um the cabinets are in decent enough shape where maybe they're not that old like you said they're uh maybe it's a newer build or something uh but people hate their countertops or they or they want to they want to upgrade something want a little different look so we'll take off the old laminate countertops if that's what you started with and we'll usually come in with like a quartz or a granite uh some of the stones that that is actually a very easy remodel. Maybe we'll hit a backsplash too while we're there. Um, you know that thing can take like a week or maybe just a little more. So you're not you're not out your kitchen for a long time. Yeah. Um, we're actually in a in a pretty good sized house on the west side right now. Um, the cabinets were really well made and really in good shape, and uh, the homeowner decided to actually paint those cabinets. So they, we had a painter that uh, sprayed those cabinets, sprayed the doors, and we're doing new tops, new new uh, backsplash. Um, we sanded all the wood floors, did a full bath- master bathroom model, but we didn't tear out those cabinets because it, I don't know, when we got talking, the layout was pretty good. Um, didn't really want to change a lot, 
we uh, um, thought it'd be wasteful to just tear out these these cabinets yeah. that were made so well and just throw them away and go, you know, we're going to get some new stuff in here. Um, save some money, too. But a lot of times when we get there, uh, if, if you're living in your house, you know your family, right? Yeah. Families are tough on kitchens. Um, you're gonna. Those cabinets are usually pretty, pretty much done in by the time you're you're ready to cha- have a style change. So, um, a lot of our models really are tearing everything out and starting from scratch. What's uh, while we have we just have a little bit here at the end of the segment here. When you're someone's looking at their cabinet, like who knows what's a good cabinet or not? Like what are some things for people to yeah. watch out to look at to say like, hey, do I have a, a quality cabinet that? Uh, maybe on their own part of it. Maybe it's is it worthwhile for them to paint it, or should they be replacing? Like, what are some things that you kind of watch for when you look at cabinets? So the first thing I look at, really, um, you know, we've we've joked a little bit about the picture of wood, right? Yeah. yeah. But you've had that, yeah. And what that looks like. Yeah. Um, it's a particle board box of a cabinet. So the the face frame where that the door is attached to, that's always that's always real wood. It's oak or maple, um, depending on your era. So if it's 15, 20 years old, it's probably probably oak, right? That's what most yeah. people have, um, and that's what you have in your house. But on the side, on the side of that cabinet, you're going to see a picture of wood. It's just a, it's literally like paper that they glue down there, and it, and it matches finish. It might be the same color as the wood you have, but it's really not wood. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to think. I think our old house had that. I, the picture of wood we had the peninsula, but I, I feel like we might not have that on the rest of it. But right. I, I wanted to make sure that was right on there. Is there anything like hardware wise that people could watch out for? Very much so. So, um, when you pull out a drawer, when I look at your drawer boxes, yeah. so I pull out any drawer in your kitchen. And I'll be looking to see how they're made. If it's, you can immediately tell if it's a particle board box um, that's wrapped with a picture of wood, or if it's an actual um, uh, wood box. A lot of times it's maple or cherry or or some some wood like that. So it's a solid wood box behind the uh, drawer front. On the side, you'll see a rail. So if it's a, if you're pulling it out, it's a full extent extension, meaning you can see the whole drawer. And you shut it in, it and it slowly closes. That means you have good hardware. So uh, most people don't. If they're that that started coming in as more of a standard in the, in the last few years. Um, there's still plenty of builders in town that that use that cheaper hardware. It's just a way to get you into, into a house the first time. Uh, most most houses are built for first time home buyers, so it's over fifty percent, I believe. Uh, so you know they're trying to get in there for a little less money and they're not willing to spend the money on the cabinets our cabinets um we are we have a plywood box i don't like the particle board stuff uh it's it's heavy it takes on moisture uh, you'll get some some um some warping in the in the shelves and things that you don't get with the plywood cabinets so uh, i just like it i like it i think it's a better product a better product um and then you don't have to do the picture wood you don't have to laminate real wood on the end of that cabinet if you don't if you don't want to um and then the the hardware is upgraded so if we start off with the good hardware so i say okay if i could from my standpoint if i wanted to pick out a cabinet line i'd want i'd want a standard cabinet that had all the stuff that people want if people want slow close hardware and better better drawer glides then it should be standard i you know that's what everybody wants so that's what that's what the way we went with it but remodeling is much different than new construction this is the Ed's Construction Home Remodeling Show, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App, and Wisconsin On Demand. Welcome back to the Ed's Construction Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge with Mike Tuick from Ed's Construction. Call Mike at 636-EDGE. You can go to edgeconstructioncompany.com to browse their work and read reviews and go to House and Facebook and Instagram to see more of their work as well. Uh, we're talking about kitchen uh, layouts here, and uh, we thought we'd spend this segment or next uh, couple segments talking about 
you know, Mike can kind of define what these uh, layouts are and maybe some of the positives and negatives. And look, some of this might be dictated by, you know, the size of your house and uh, what you can actually, you know, do with all this. But um, I'll kind of just throw one out to you as far as different types. We'll work from the the least, uh, like or according to this for the stats wise, the least common one and work our way up. Uh, what's a G shaped <laughs> uh, <laughs> kitchen uh, design there? Well, it's a U with a little peninsula. Yeah. I mean, is in, that? So. I mean, that could almost be ours. Has got the peninsula. You can make a G out of our uh, out of our kitchen. <laughs> you there. could, yeah. Uh, so what I'm going to say is the 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 U shape. Everybody knows what that looks like, right? Yeah. It looks like a coffee cup, and uh, the G shape is just more a little more closed off. I think designers in the past must have thought whoever's cooking in that kitchen wants it really cozy. They want to just like be a surrounded almost. Yeah. Of like, yeah. <laughs> you just you can just uh, be on a chair with wheels and yeah. just ring <laughs> right, around. Right, right, yeah. And uh, and cook stuff. Um, I, they are falling out of favor, by the way, um, for a bunch of different reasons. One, one is that you have. I, I always think, okay, you've got corners, right? It's impossible to have a kitchen without corners. I know you're you got a yeah. a couple of them, yeah. and then you've got your peninsula. Yep. Um, so if, if you're cooking in there or your wife's cooking in there, does she ever stand in the corner and prep food? And, <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's not well, good. And the other part of the G thing is that it creates, like, it's only really one person at a time. Like, you can't have a dishwasher open and she's working in there. You're going to clip the no. dishwasher. And the, even if the dog's in there, it's almost too tight of a space if the dog's trying to beg for food. Like, it, it's, it, yeah, it might be nice for the single person cooking one, but it's basically <laughs> you're a, a, a single pilot in a, in a cockpit there because nobody else can be around. Pretty ridiculous for anything else. Yeah. That... That, that corner thing is something that we're trying to design out. Um, not only does it feel more open, which a lot of people are attracted to now, they they don't want to feel closed in. They don't want to feel like like there's walls everywhere. Um, but the corners are just so finish, in, inefficient. They're, they're, they're tough to work in. Um, things tend to get thrown in those corners, you know, like yeah. you, you throw the toaster there. So I don't know what you're putting there. Something. Right. Um, could be a potted plant. You're not cooking in that corner. Um yeah. But for storage, it's tough, too. You end up with Lazy Susans or, you know, we've, we've got a few more inventive ways to get storage in those corners. But but it's not really efficient storage. So if you can straighten out those corners or at least one of them, I always feel like that's a gain when we're designing a kitchen in, in a remodel situation. If we can get rid of one of those corners, I feel like that's such a big gain. Oh, I bet. Uh, what about a uh, single wall kitchen? Oh, yeah. Um, so that is oh, – boy – I'm trying to think if we I think we have one of those coming up in a condo remodel. Right now they have it's like a U. It might actually be a G-shaped kitchen. <laughs> Very closed in. You're already in a big building and you're you're just you're just one of those units in that big building. And um and so this one wall kitchen with an island, all right? So it's you've got that that one wall where everything is on it. You got all your big elements, you know. Um, fridge, sink, dishwasher, uh, and stove. Those are those are kind of what we design around. Um, so it's a challenge. You need a pretty good size wall to get it in there. I would say it's 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 not really popular because people just need more storage than that sometimes. But um, we've had people that go, you know what? I, it's I, I can do what I need to do in in that amount of space. Uh, give me an island for me to entertain people and and maybe do a little prep work, and I'm happy. Uh, the next one here we're kind of talking about is you kind of talked about the galley kitchen, right? And those uh, those do come up once in a while. Um, I, the last couple of galleys we did are on maybe sixties and seventies houses, kind of smaller houses around Madison, 
and there's really not many other options. Um, you, I suppose you could sometimes tear down that wall um, that's that's not on the outside of the house and and open it up. But a lot of times there's a stairway behind it or something that that prohibits that. So you're you're stuck in this galley kitchen. Um, the last two that we did, I know the pictures are online somewhere. We we did open up the end of the galley kitchen. So there was a there was a in one I know for sure there was a, a room on the other side that was uh, maybe a laundry or a back entrance, and we just opened up that wall to make it feel a little more open. Um, I actually think galley kitchens can look pretty cool. Uh, the, the there's a lot of cabinet space, right? No corners, um, so you've you got this big open run. Uh. Um, and uh, they can be a super efficient kitchen. It's just not open for entertaining like you would want with with some of the other ones. Yeah, my, our, at our old house, uh, we had a galley kitchen, which my wife didn't mind. But it, what it did is they the fridge was actually outside the galley kitchen. They had opened up, oh, yeah. so they had knocked down the wall outside right after the kitchen ended. They put a big uh, like a four. They added a, they put an addition on there, so it was a dining room basically. They built okay. a big giant dining room, so then it kind of like. It almost made like a wide L just in the idea that like you went from the galley kitchen to the fridge and then the dining room. But that made that galley, if that wall was, we looked at plenty of other ranches that had that, that didn't have that dining room there and the galley kitchen felt super tight and everything was was kind of crammed in there. But like you said, just opening up the space a little bit uh, outside of the galley kitchen you know, made it feel a little bit more like an L. You kind of blended into the dining room and the fridge being kind of at the end of it uh, into an open space made that little bit of a difference there but yeah we didn't have a lot of room in like those ranch style houses whether it's i think that how that ranch was like an 80s or 90s style ranch but yeah. still same ranch still, is kind of built into that yeah yeah and it's not it's not a bad kitchen at all it's just that um we're now we've we've got a list of things and on that list is is entertaining friends and relatives and yep. Well, and yeah. if you want a few people to cook in a galley at the same time, it's probably a little tougher. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, the next one here uh, we'll get to is, uh, before we go to break, is the U-shaped kitchen, which I think is in the picture here as well, which seems a pretty common kitchen. That's really common. And uh, I would say most of the, the 80s, 90s houses that we're working on uh, in Dane County have that U-shaped kitchen. Right right past the end of that thing is a, a patio door that goes outside. It's oh, yeah. just almost every house. Yep. And... Um, and now we're we're basically trying to get rid of that one leg of that U, and um, get a instead of having that, we'll get an island in there somewhere, and then um, we're straightening out, get rid of a corner, so we got a little better storage. Yeah, and it's just subtle change. I mean, there's only so much you can do sometimes with a design, but that's a nice one. Uh, we'll take a break here. We'll come back and talk about the L-shaped kitchen and other things uh, with uh, design layout here. This is the Ed's Construction Home Remodeling Show, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN App, and Wisconsin on demand. Welcome back to the Edge Constructors Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jim Rutledge with Mike Tuick from Edge Construction. Call Mike at 636-EDGE. You can go to edgeconstructioncoming.com to browse their work and read reviews. You can go to House and Facebook and Instagram uh, to see more of their work as well. We're talking about uh, layouts for remodeled kitchens. And the, the next one here, we talked about G-shaped, single wall, galley, U-shaped. Uh, and I guess I'll say this, Mike, before we get to the L-shaped one, uh, which is the most common new layout here, there is 12% here that says other. Uh, so this, these are not like the only uh, layouts, but I think most people, this is what you're changing your layout to, not what your current layout might be. I don't know if you've seen some. I mentioned to you during the break that my parents basically, their house is about 30 years old. They basically have like the design, like it would be like a box, uh, and it's kind of boxed in with a little bar, which I know bars were super popular for a while were, yeah. uh, with the peninsula. But are there other sort of kitchen uh, layouts that you've seen move not so much that people moved into but moved out of as far as a layout 
You know, not not in normal houses. I mean, you know, I, we talk about at our company that we live in normal land, so it means we work on a lot of a lot of houses that normal people live in. We 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 have a job going on right now. It's in a very much the upper end of the the scale, and that kitchen I would say is another. It's just this massive kind of room that's that's not a box. Um, it's a little atypical because room kitchen. Though. Yeah, it's like the size of a, a big living room. So there's a, just a lot more to it um, that that you wouldn't see in a normal house. So I I would assume that just is in the other category. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. else you'd. What about, I know you've mentioned this in the past, but um, this isn't really in what we've talked about here, but you know, you've talked about having to maybe physically move in a, k- a kitchen, like from the back oh, yeah, of the yeah, house yeah. to another part of the house. So, well, you know, we'll come, let's do the L-shaped kitchen and then we'll talk about, you know, that sort of, re, re, you know, remodel as well. But L-shaped kitchen, kind of describe what that is, some of the positives are. Yeah. And I, I kind of talked about um, in the last segment that U-shaped kitchen where we're getting rid of one of those legs. Uh, it's usually a peninsula that makes it the u and then we're we're just straightening out that one side and putting an island in, and the the L-shaped kitchen I would say is probably most of what we're what we're doing. Um, L-shaped kitchens only have one corner, which I'm a fan, of, yeah, <laughs> you know, because uh, I mean we talked about the inefficiencies of that, and um, it, it just doesn't work well in a kitchen. If you can eliminate a corner, you get better storage and better counter space, and that's where all the all the work happens. So uh, the L-shaped kitchen that's what that's a lot of times the goal, and we're we're just trying to fit all those elements in there and make it work and the island uh the island has just gotten so popular um and so as we kind of talk about different ways people might modify uh their kitchen here it, it one of the ones on here it says five percent of the time you're changing the the kitchen location I, I would imagine those are you said back in the day i don't know how old those houses are where the kitchen was kind of supposed to be out of sight out of mind yeah, the, the kitchens didn't used to be a, a focal point or someplace that that the a common area where friends and relatives, if they came, they wouldn't they wouldn't go to the kitchen. They'd be in a in a more in, a, in an area where, in a hangout spot, a family room or a great room um, or a living room. Now we want that kitchen front and center. That's where all the action happens. That's where people spend their time. Um, so we, when we remodel houses uh, before a certain era, you know, like uh, '60s and older, let's say. Sometimes that kitchen's in a back corner of the house, in a small room. It wasn't. Met, it was strictly utilitarian. It wasn't a spot you ate in. It wasn't a spot that that anybody would would spend their their time with their company in. And so um, we have taken that kitchen and moved it up front and center. Maybe switched places with a bedroom. Sometimes a bedroom would be up in a front corner of the house, and we would. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a good spot because then you could then you could have your kitchen um, and living space together which uh it works a lot better that way yeah it's it's one of those things that i've i don't know if i've ever seen a house where the kitchen is kind of tucked away and you know just going to friend's house or, you know just kind of or grandparents house things like that uh i can't imagine i can't think of one like that but it, i guess it definitely uh you've mentioned a few times is something that, that happens here another thing that uh we before we get into maybe talking about how to create more space in a kitchen another one is modified floors so that's probably something where people are upgrading the layout maybe the, everything's fine and you talked about countertops but doing some flooring with the countertops can make a big difference too yeah those are those are these are just all the changes that are happening uh the popular changes um in in the kitchen models and and the flooring is just about always coming in there um whether now we're doing a lot of refinishing of old wood floors there that has come back or adding wood floors real wood floors there's a kind of a bent where people are um, interested in the in the natural products, 
like wood, like stone countertops, like real wood cabinets, <laughs> that kind of stuff has yeah. gotten important to people, which I think is a super healthy trend. Uh, so probably 80% of our kitchens, we're, we're putting new flooring in or at least fixing up the floors that, that that's already there. Well, I'd imagine sometimes with flooring, though, for kitchen, uh, you might be touching the rest of the downstairs then, you know, for that. So you can't just fix the flooring in the kitchen. Most likely you have to do the whole thing. Well, it's it's interesting because a lot of times on older houses, um, well, houses in general, it seems like the kitchen and the bathrooms are the last thing to get remodeled. Um, so people will have sometimes fixed up their entry, you know, the, the their great rooms, their dining rooms, some of those common spaces on our, even an old house on a first floor. Those floors might have already been done, and the trim has been done, and things are things are painted and look great. And the kitchen gets put on the back burner because it's expensive and it's a pain in the butt. I mean, if you're without your kitchen for a couple months, it's inconvenient and you got to spend money. So uh, that's a tougher one that that does get put on the back burner. So there are several old houses that we worked on where the rest of the house was beautiful, pristine, all fixed up. The kitchen needed everything, and and we're just doing the floor in there. Um, we're we're in the past couple of weeks, we just refinished a, a wood floor that was the opposite. We. We ended up, the kitchen, it started off as a kitchen remodel. The wood floor went through the whole rest of the house. We ended up doing all that wood floor together and adding wood floor in a, in a bedroom. Uh, master bedroom happened to be downstairs, and we, we added wood floor in there and master closet. So got rid of the carpet on the first floor and did all those floors together. Uh, and, and that's kind of, uh, the next thing here that was interesting to me was that modified ceilings, which also probably can go into lighting, uh, which uh, I would have, I mean, you can talk more about that, but when I thought modified ceilings, I initially thought, uh, definitely kind of uh, changing the lighting there too. But. Well, the the lighting is is definitely a thing. Um, that, though, we're pretty much doing on every job. Every kitchen, we're upgrading lighting. It, houses that we built 10 years ago don't have enough light in, light in them by today's standards, so we're, we're adding lighting everywhere. Uh, but I noticed that some of the some of that Pinteresty stuff is and house things are making its way into designs now where we're we might be doing a a kind of a decorative wood beam or some coffers some coffered ceiling in there some beams running through or or maybe some shiplap <laughs> shiplap jim yeah of course um, or beadboard or something up on the ceiling um it's getting popular it's starting to show up in all the pictures and now i see it is uh creeping into our designs uh and then you know what we'll uh We'll take a break here because we'll do the last one here as far as, um, well, I guess I see modified walls and kind of, layout kind of go yeah. together, but I guess modified walls be that backsplash. You can talk about that for, I mean, yeah, I would imagine you haven't done a kitchen without a backsplash. We, um, unless somebody tells us to take it out, every initial bid that we do has, we just have it in there. It's like modifying the lighting uh, and the flooring and everything else. We, we kind of just assume people want it. Uh, occasionally, we'll have somebody go. You know what? I, I don't want a backsplash, or I'm going to do it myself later, which is fine with us. But uh, they need to tell us because we'll just. Fi- <laughs> so many people want it that that's we just figure it in. Uh, this is the Edge Construction Homey Modeling Show, 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Welcome back to the Edge Construction Homey Modeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Jim Rutledge with Mike uh, Tuig from Edge Construction. Call Mike six three six Edge and go to edgeconstructioncom and browse their work and read reviews and go to House and Facebook and Instagram to see more of their work as well. And um, today we've been talking about kitchen layouts, and the last one we're going to talk about here is like uh, people talk about opening up uh, spaces. You got the old Seinfeld. That's a load bearing wall, Jerry. Uh, as far <laughs> as tearing things down, you reference it with the galley kitchen of. And, and look, it spoke to me that our old ranch style, like yeah, we had a galley kitchen on the other side. Of, on the other side of uh, the the interior wall was 
stairwell. So there's not much you could, there's nowhere to go. But um, it <laughs> seems most of the time here, according to the statistics from the article, that the way to create more space uh, is to move uh, into open space indoors. And we can talk about that first. Uh, and then there's another option as well. Yeah. And what we're talking about is opening up walls. Um, we, have, we have a job coming up. It's a nice little kitchen remodel. And we can't op- we can't get rid of walls, but we can make the openings bigger. So, like, there's two kind of smaller, less than three foot wide openings coming into the kitchen, like a, a where, where the kids can race around the center of the house, that kind yeah, of deal. Yeah. And so the homeowners are just saying, "Hey, I know it, I know we can't get rid of this wall here. There's too much going in it. There's there's pipes and there's heating and there's all kinds of stuff in there." And but can we open it up? Is there any way we can make make these openings bigger? The the opening the drywall openings coming into the kitchen, and I think we're able to increase those somewhere around four to five feet. So there, so instead of a, a thirty four inch opening, now you've got a sixty inch opening or a, or a forty eight inch opening. And we've done that job several times, and it and it and it makes it a lot nicer. It really does open feel much more open. And then if you look on our website, you're going to see a lot of kitchens where we actually took walls out and reframed things and put beams in and, and opened up. We're, every remodel we do, it seems like with a kitchen, we're trying to get that kitchen to join the rest of the house. So uh, it even an 80s-style house um, would feel closed in compared to what what designs are now. It's uh, Right now, there's just no walls anywhere. I'm not sure if I'm a complete fan of that either. I think you need to just not have that hard and fast rule. But... Um, Opening things up is something that we do on almost every job. And uh, as you said, you kind of one you could eat into another room, uh, and, and kind of one way to do it. There, you talked about it last segment with the galley kitchen. How you kind of uh, was with the laundry room. You opened up a little bit and kind of created, made it feel a little, a little bigger. And mentioned that uh, the the house that I lived in before this, a ranch style house. The reason why we picked it to buy uh, that ranch style house was because. They had done it in a uh, an addition that basically put on like a dining room, the size of like a porch, but it was uh, you know drywalled and had duct you know vent or uh, heating and air and the whole thing in there. But uh, no, I'll talk about the windows are for another day. I mean, good lord, <laughs> I don't know. Those put plastic up <laughs> as far as the windows that were in there. But we bought in the summer, we didn't know that part of it. But the rest of it, uh, when you looked at it, uh, it did open up that galley kitchen. But that's another way to do it. Is there's different ways to. Uh, I guess uh, do an expansion or an addition to the house that could open up the kitchen and, and maybe some more spaces. Yeah, um, for as far as opening it up and and adding an addition on to kind of just not help that kitchen not feel like it's by itself um, in the back of the house. Maybe you can get an addition on there, open things up, like you said. That that remodel is is fairly popular too. It's just in the past couple of years the additions have gotten pretty expensive, so you just need a really good reason to do it. Um, I'm not saying that we don't do it. When we are doing additions, it's a lot of times to get another bedroom or or a family room space, kind of a common space. Uh, but it does sort of centralize that kitchen if you think about it. Another way to just make that kitchen feel more open is a bigger window, and that we do quite often. So probably half the kitchens we do, we're we're replacing that small 36 inch wide window with uh with something bigger, four or five feet. So. I'm that, wrap that, up, that helps a lot. I'm going to wrap up the show here with kind of a probably a dumb question to you, but like, so how does... I can only hope, Jeff. <laughs> but like, um, what goes into the cost of... Because I think in people's brain, like, well, in addition, like, you're just kind of, I mean, what's being added? So I think you can... When you tell people, they're going to th- figure it out logically, but in, in your head, you're like, I'll oh, just push this out a little bit and what's well, not that much wood, <laughs> you know? So kind of what goes into an addition that makes it so costly? Yeah, it's just all the elements of building a house. Um, the permitting process is, is tough, 
nowadays. I mean, we've got to satisfy the government end of things. Uh, zoning gets involved. Um, sometimes there's, if it's in the country, there's there's sewer lines that go out. Uh, we're in, we're into that right now on a, on an addition. Um, concrete digging a hole, excavating, um, landscaping. Then you've got siding. A lot of times when you're putting an addition on, it makes you look real close at the rest of the siding on your house. Well, okay, if I had a chance to pick out siding, yeah. which you do for the addition, right. would I pick out the exact same siding that's on the rest of the house? And most of the time, the answer is no. A lot of times that stuff's worn out. Um, we're going to put new windows in that addition. Are they going to match what I've what I've got in, or do I now realize maybe some of the other windows have to get replaced? Um, it, it's going to affect a lot of roof area. So then if that roof is over 10 years old, most of the time we're tearing that whole thing off, re-roofing the whole house. So um, the the economy of scale, too, is weird with additions where um, I, it's not 100% like this, but the cost is just in doing something. So if I'm doing a 200-square-foot a addition for, for a homeowner um, and the cost is, uh, I don't know, could be easily be $150,000 nowadays, right? Yeah. It depends on what's in there. Um if it's a master suite where you got plumbing and all that stuff, it, it's it gets up there. Um, increasing that addition by a foot, which or, or two feet, which might give you fifty more square feet. You're really getting that fifty square feet at a bargain. Yeah. Um, if you if you decreased it, by the way, the cost probably isn't going down much, right? Because <laughs> it's it's all the same equipment, same people, same pretty much the same job. You're just a few less two by fours, right? A little less insulation, a little less flooring. So I don't know if that's all making sense, but um, basically you're building a like you're you're building like what it says in addition you're building like a mini house you're building yeah. something onto a, a freestanding house which means you have to do all of the things that go into it while working around an existing house right and and the tough part is you go well okay you can I, I was almost said you can build a house for 150 dollars a square foot those are two year old numbers by the way the COVID fixed that it, yeah. it's more expensive now. Um, <clears throat> But additions are more. They're more expensive. Um, and, and sometimes for a homeowner, it doesn't make sense. And, and even for me, it doesn't always make sense. But the cost is the cost. So we, you, we, we, do, we are doing more additions now uh, because there's less option. You can't just walk down the street and find a, a, a nicer, bigger house in your same neighborhood as easily as we used to. Right. Uh, so people are going, you know what? I want to stay in this neighborhood. I love, we love our house. We just need more space. Um, Another thing that has really helped uh, the addition part of the business and the remodeling business is that the values have gone up, the the prices have gone up on houses. So now all of a sudden this house is worth more money. You've got more money to work with. It's worth investing in, and um, and and especially if you're going to stay there a while. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna stay there in like a year or two, I'd say do not do an addition. That's crazy. <laughs> right. If you're planning on staying there a while, then it, then it makes a lot more sense. This has been the Edson Structure Home Remodeling Show on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand.